Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. All right, family. So I want you to meet this exciting and interesting guest that we have in this hour. He is a distinguished R&B soul artist hailing from right here, the heart of Philadelphia. He's captivated audiences with his raw, soulful vocals, a product of the vibrant neighborhoods of Mount Airy, Germantown and Chestnut Hill. He has honed his craft at the high school for the creative and performing arts, otherwise known as Kappa. Y'all know, y'all already know. Family, I invite you to the conversation with Jordan Brown. Well, hello there, good sir. Hi, how are you doing? I am well. How are you? I've been better, but I'm really happy to be here. I was like really sick this past weekend. <gasps> no. Oh, uh-huh. one of those bugs got you. Yeah. Got me, at least it got me like now rather than later. I feel like I have some immunity or something now. This, you know what? <laughs> this is true, right? Not you're like on the road or something, or you've yeah. got a ton of shows coming up or something. I, I did have this and I have uh, an IG live performance I'm doing tomorrow, but I'm just going to give like a, a Lauren Hill unplugged type oh. performance, you know, because I don't know if you can hear it, but it's definitely still in there. I I hear a little. I hear a little. Oh, mm-hmm. well, how about thank you? You know what? An even bigger thank you for just joining us and coming to spend some time with us. Because when I tell you I overstand, I know how that feels when yeah. you do not feel well. I knew oh, you would, which yeah. felt nice. I feel like I was coming to talk to somebody who would fully understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, you don't want to blink, let alone talk to somebody when you you know when you don't feel well, mm-hmm. and so. You know, I'm okay. I'm going to put my mother hat on. So you, mm-hmm. you got all your herbs and, you know, you got everything you need. You- I do a lot of liquid. Um, okay. It wasn't so much like in the throat. It was just like body. I was just mm-hmm. fatigued and uh, I'm coming out of it, but I'm just still, you know, I'm on like 5% battery. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Jordan. We won't stress you then. We won't stress oh, No, it's no stress. <laughs> it's filling me up. To, to be in here, you know, it feels good. Well, listen, I'm excited to share you with the rest of the family and uh, mm. welcome a new family member into mm. the brood, you know, especially being from <laughs> Philly. How about that? How about that? So you, yeah. okay. And so let me, so this past weekend, let me ask you this because now I'm still in my mother bag. Mm. Did you get enough rest? I didn't. I just could not sleep, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I haven't been that sick in a while. And, you know, they're always like, come get your flu shot. And sometimes I do. And sometimes I really don't. They asked me okay. to get my flu shot like two weeks ago or something. And I really feel like I would not be in this predicament if I had just gotten it. Let me tell you, Jordan, I have not gotten a flu shot. I, okay, I, don't, okay, okay. I don't get them. I don't uh-huh. get them. I don't trust them. Yeah. Um, I, mm. I don't trust them. Okay. So mm-hmm. I don't get them, but I, I, Listen, I can relate and I can identify when mm-hmm. you start thinking, you're like, oh, when, when you do right? get ill, you're right. 
but I still don't get it. I still don't. I don't want it, and I don't get it. No, it's one of those things. It's just like my both my parents were nurses growing up, so I feel like it just like started me young. On right, flu and cold, and even just like pain meds. Like it was very casual, just to oh, like take take some ibuprofen, and I don't even want to do that anymore. Mm-mm, I don't. And I actually I work on a community garden. And uh, my girlfriend really got me into growing food and then herbalism. So it's like I've gone even further away from yes. those sorts of things. Um, but well, kudos yeah, like, to her. Kudos oh, to you yeah. as well for being open to it. Oh, yeah. I feel like I always see, wanted you, to. See, she just uh, kind of unlocked it for me. See, I love that. I love that. So you, you, you have some. Um, what are you growing in your garden? Let me ask you that. Um, it's a lot of Southeast Asian vegetables mostly vegetables but then just um all the regular things the kale the tomatoes mm-hmm. a lot of melons like uh, mm-hmm. vegetable melons um we have a little herb garden and that's where we were using that's what we were using to make like tinctures and just have teas and, and herbs yeah. for for ourselves um but it's a half acre lot in um in wow. camden so it's like 15 minutes from south philly and um it, we like teach kids how to grow food, like high school students. And then um, it's a community garden. There's like neighbors from the surrounding uh, blocks who have like their own little plots, their little uh, raised beds. So it's, yeah, it's just community garden thing. But wait, you said we teach kids. Can you teach some of us adults? <laughs> we, we we're not doing that. Can you teach me? Like, wait. Yeah, I, I, actually, they, like we've talked about that sort of thing. Like even bringing our parents, like all the people mm-hmm. who work there, bringing our parents in, yes. and just how much there are. I think my girlfriend's brought it up a lot because it's her. It's like her. Um, the farm is like her baby, um, yeah. but it's a part of a bigger organization mm-hmm. that's like a nonprofit. Um, but she's often said that there's a lot of things for kids and like teenagers, but there's not that many things for adults to like get involved with. And well, Jordan, we're the biggest kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, need yeah. too. we are the biggest kids. So the adults <laughs> need it too. Hey there, family. Just saying a hello to you. If you have just joined us, welcome. You're tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD. We are talking with Jordan Brown in this hour and he's sharing with us about his journey Thus far, let me tell you something. I'm already interested in, mm. in, 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 okay, he's an artist, but I'm interested in the rest of what's going on in his life. He's got a garden. What? I need <laughs> to know all about this. Uh, we do have some more family members that are joining us. Willie, hey there, my love. Willie Matthew Williams is joining us. Willie, okay, he's sharing that he's still in town. You know I'm calling you. And I was so happy to see you too over the weekend. We had so much fun. So too much fun. Okay. Y'all noticed I didn't tell you about that. <laughs> we had too much fun. Um, Art, Art Taylor. Hey there. Welcome back. Arthur Leo Taylor is joining us. Happy new blessings. Happy new beginnings. Happy new year to you too, Arthur. And thank you. Heather Wilson. Hey there, boop. Hi there. Uh, just saying a hello. Yep. Okay. I'm doing an evening check-in because she didn't do her morning check-in. I love it. I love it. I Love it. And she says, yes, we are the biggest kids. We most definitely are. So you've got to keep us in mind, Jordan, you and little missus. Craig, (laughs) Craig shares he gets every vaccination out there. Oh, (laughs) he shares, I ain't playing. I know that. Craig, (laughs) I ain't playing with none of this. I get it all. Whatever they tell me, 
That's what I get. Um, Brother Nasir is joining us. Hi there. He's sharing peace and blessings with us all. You know we receive it and we send it right back to you as well, as does Henry Purefoy. Hi there. Welcome. So Jordan, Jordan Brown, to be exact, is our guest in this hour. And he just shared with us about... Um, wellness i will say his wellness mm-hmm. journey I, i'm so let me tell you i'm so jealous so are you a vegan or a vegetarian or do you no i am um, i it's funny like my grandmother a couple of years ago just said like uh you know a saying that i've heard a million times about things just being in moderation like all things mm-hmm. in moderation and for some reason when she said it it just hit a little different mm-hmm. um but i really don't want to be like an extreme anything like one side of anything. So mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I eat, I eat meat and, and everything. Yeah. I'll try some vegan things, you know, Jordan. Oh my goodness. I promise you, I feel like you're speaking my spirit right now. I just had this <laughs> conversation maybe a day or two ago uh, because I was talking about, um, uh, you know, just eating habits and, and, and mm-hmm. some things, but I don't, I don't know that I eat. Uh, well, I was eating a lot of rice. I will say that, family. I will. Mm-hmm. But I was acknowledging and accepting that I need to make some changes <laughs> because I need to do some more things. I need some more greens. Mm-hmm. That's what I do need. Oh, but man. I need to. Yeah, I need to balance it. I need a better balance. So, yeah. I, but I definitely need more greens. And as soon as I said it, so I've been eating spinach every mm-hmm. day. But I love kale, spinach. But yeah, I love my greens. So I don't know why I don't eat I'm going to have to come hook you up with something this this summer, spring, you know, when things are growing, because don't you I feel it. me with a good time? Because I'm going to reach I'm, Jordan. I'm, no, knock, knock, knock. Say, I, I think I found you on Instagram, and we have some mutual friends. Um, so I'll be able to to reach out to you. I'll come bring you a little box. Oh, listen! Thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you in advance. So, mm-hmm. finally, I was sharing with you that Jordan is an R&B soul artist, and he is from right here our hometown of Philadelphia. And uh, we wanted you to know, because you listen, Philly is like a, it's, it's, um, it's like potluck. We have everything here in the mm-hmm. tri-state. If you were definitely in Philly, but in the tri-state, we, we have a little bit of everything, which is why I love our city so much because we mm-hmm. have so many colors. That's what I like to call it. We have so many colors, so much culture here. And I was sharing with our family members that you Hold your crap at Kappa. Mm-hmm. I feel so jealous. Everybody did, but me. Everybody did. Really? <laughs> what? What? Did you? Did you want to go? Did you? Did your so, parents not let you, or is there a story? They did not. No, yeah, they did not. Uh-huh. I was my mother. Um, so I had an I had an interest at first in drama and acting. I went to Freedom Theater mm, okay. when I was very young, but I was so shy. I was so mm. shy. I was so oh. shy. I barely spoke. Rising. Yeah, I, how about that? Because uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't shut up yet, right? <laughs> but um, but I was so shy, and uh, I, when I, I I fell into singing, but I loved it so much, and I loved um, just being able to express myself and release myself in music. That um, in high school I was just learning, and my mother said, mm-hmm. "No." No, you're going to go to this all girls Catholic high school. That's where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I went. And my father, he he didn't have a fight. He didn't know. My, my mother said it was, it was word. It was bond. So that's where yeah. I went. I went to Hallahan. I went to Hallahan okay, okay. High School. Mm-hmm. That's where I went. 
So I'm curious to know, what sparked your interest in singing? So I, I come from a big immediate family. I have six older sisters and I just feel like my sisters were, there was just so much music in the house between them and their friends. And my mom and my dad were both like big music lovers also. And then, um, I went to church, my, my stepdad, I think, uh, around like five years old, my stepdad had us going to the seventh day Adventist church and it was church on the seventh day, Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the, I was trying to remember which one it is. Cause I, I, uh, I would always miss the, the Saturday morning cartoons yeah. and my other friends were going to church on Sunday and I'm like, Oh man, I'm really missing out. Like, this is unfortunate. I remember being bitter about that, but I learned how to sing in church. I don't really like, I, I think about this a lot, like trying to figure out where the passion or like the desire to do it mm-hmm. came from. Cause I was five and I sang, he's got the whole world in his hands in front of the whole church by myself. Oh. And I forgot the lyrics and the church helped me finish the song. And oh. there's like, my stepdad had a recording of it, like a tape that I never saw. And it's, um, I think it's lost. And I would just wonder yeah. like, you know, now these kids nowadays, everything that they ever done gets recorded on someone's phone. And, yeah. you know, but that tape is lost out there somewhere. But yeah, it really started with church. Um, and I don't, I don't consider myself like really religious or anything, mm-hmm. but um, I do, I did get that experience from church at first. I owe, I, I do owe. seed was name. planted. Mm-hmm. I love that though. See, that's divine orchestration. Family, mm-hmm. hey there, talking with you. If you have just joined us, and even if you haven't, welcome. You're tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are going to take just a short commercial break, but know that the phone lines are still open and feel free to continue to comment on our socials. We will be right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Jordan Brown, who is one of our local gems. We're talking about his journey in the industry thus far. I do want to share that our family members are commenting. Nasir, Nasir shares that he made navy bean soup for the Mm. weekend. Let me tell you something. I had butternut squash. That's what I mean. I I didn't make it. Okay. I I can't (laughs) boast that, but but I was happy I did. What I did make though, and it was, I kept having it, was um, I had it all weekend. I made salmon, I sauteed some spinach, and I, and y'all know I love beets. I will eat them right out of the jar. But I had the jars almost gone because I ate them. I ate them all weekend. But uh, beets are a snack for me. I know some of you mm-hmm. are saying ooh, but I love them. I just had some before we went on air. But that's what I had the majority of the weekend, and my butternut squash soup. Oh, don't you threaten me with a good time. <laughs> Alfred is sharing. He's got so many meetings to start the year, hmm, but he just wanted to give a shout out to love and life. That's love right there. We receive it and we're sending it right back to you. Nasir, I see you clowning me. That's, I know that's because I said I haven't shut up. 
I haven't. I haven't. I know I really haven't. <laughs> Miss Lily is joining us. Hi, beautiful. She's sending love and we're sending love right back to you. So, Jordan, I'm curious to know, I shared with our family members that you attended Kappa and we know that Kappa is a school that boasts a great alumni. So from your experiences, how would you say Kappa has influenced your development as an artist? I have like very, very mixed, interesting feelings, mostly good feelings for sure. Um, mm. But I, I would say overall, like the things I learned the most at that school were from the people there, the the people who were older. Um, of course, the, the music teacher, Darina Morrow, was amazing. Um, but I think the program just like, Going to a, a school like that in the city, with the, this, this rich history that we have here, mm -hmm. I really expected it to be like more musical. Like we didn't have a recording studio. There wasn't a lot of like opportunities for like black music, like R&B. Um, we mostly just learned like from the vocal department aspect, we were just learning classical music theory. Um, and, you know, some like, yeah, just singing in different languages. And I did learn a lot from that. But I okay. think when I hear about these other schools, these types of creative arts schools in other cities, they're like full-fledged music programs with like diverse offerings. Um, and, you know, I think Philly has trouble with money in this, mm. the public schools. And a lot of our funding came from places where they wanted a certain. They wanted us to do certain types of music. They want us to do certain types of things. Uh, so I think there were some limits there, but it was a little disappointing in that regard. But it's still funny just to see, you know, it it was a hub for creativity and to meet people from other art forms, and then just to meet other singers. Right. Um, and but so many amazing people have come out of the school, even ones so that I was there with, you know. Right. I'm sorry to have interjected. And no, no, no. I, I was sharing that I did not uh, attend Kappa, but I, mm -hmm. you could not have. First of all, I never even asked you the first person I'm asking this question. So mm -hmm. I was unaware that Kappa did not have uh, a dedicated um, music program, <clears throat> specifically yeah. one that would help to showcase different genres of music. That's very interesting to me. Very, very interesting. Yeah, I still don't think they have something like that or like a music business class you know i think a lot of it was like oh we're we're learning to be music teachers it was not learning to be an artist oh so that was yeah. a little disappointing i would say overall like people might say otherwise but i don't think they could really like combat me too much on that <laughs> well the Just, proof i mean listen yeah yeah <laughs> you're right <laughs> Proof is there. So let me ask you this: What's your favorite genre of music? Or do you have mm, one? Wow. I mean, R and B is just there. I feel like R and B has changed so much. Oh, um, definitely has. Yeah. I mean, it's like pop now. It's a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, and then there are these these new things of like alternative R and B, and I think that's really exciting because it's like pushing the boundaries of mm -hmm, it. But mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I really when I think of my earliest music memories of, of R&B, it's like Donny Hathaway and like mm. Motown and, and even like the, like the gospel music that was around, like it was a lot of Kirk Franklin, which when I tell my friends from the South that I listen to Kirk Franklin as gospel, they like make fun of me. But uh, that's, that's where my uh, 
my introduction was. I was about uh, to say, Jordan, yeah, I, I can understand why. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Kirk's how good. You stop there if you don't say, you know, if you don't give a, a like a. I, think, I, think I don't know a whole lot of, I'm really bad with names, honestly. I know a lot of songs and I know a lot of people's faces. I do okay. not know a lot of names. <laughs> That uh, is hilarious. You sound like me. That is hilarious. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's I know a, a lot of faces. I don't know a lot of names. <laughs> I know the music though. If I hear a song, like oh, it's I energy. love that song. And yeah, that's exactly thing. what there's. It's there's a spirit attached to it. You recognize mm-hmm. it. You can identify it. Like oh, I love this song. I don't know who it is. I don't know the name. I I know this song. <laughs> yeah, we must have something similar. There, we, we we pick up on that, and it it remains a little longer, you know. Well, I think as creatives, though, we I mean, yeah, because we yeah. are listen. This is our ministry, mm-hmm. and when you're working in your ministry, there's a there's a different focus than mm-hmm. we have. So I can identify with that. So mm-hmm. I can I can I can. So okay, coming from a city in an area, meaning the tri-state area, that is so rich in talent. You spoke toward it yourself and entertainment. Do you ever feel pressured by that? Yeah, it's funny. I, I, you know, I was doing some like jazz gigs out of high school at like Chris's Jazz Cafe and working with a really good friend of mine, Dahi Divine, who was like in the jazz scene in Philly a bit and then started, he went to the new school in New York and I would go do gigs with him um, in New York and, and then just traveling other places and meeting people. um, Mm. I realized like, Philly had so much talent. Like I had to like leave Philly to realize how talented mm-hmm. folks are. So like the baseline here is like something really amazing in another city, you know? Mm-hmm. And that made me look at all the people I knew like in a different light. Um, but it also made me feel like, you know, I, I feel like I know really talented people. So it's hard for me to say somebody else is like really talented. Like I feel like the mm-hmm. bar is that high. Mm-hmm. Like Philadelphians, it's it's people talk about coming to Philly and doing shows and like not being able to really impress the crowd. But that's just because like we're hard to impress. We've seen a lot. I don't know if there's a little something else there. Like where we can be a little reserved sometimes um, mm-hmm. as an audience. And I, I have seen it with my own eyes. And I was like, oh man, like that's exactly how I am. Like I, as an audience member, I can't really fault anybody. <laughs> then I go and do a show on the West Coast and like the crowd's like really in it. Um, but I think part of it is, you know, we we have a lot of talent here. We're a little like spoiled with it. And sometimes we don't notice it. Just like I didn't notice mm. when I was a kid. Um, so I think point. there's, yeah, there's a lot of like factors to it. But um, yeah, I still like, I think I'm a really good singer, but I... I still live like if Whitney Houston's a 10, I'm like a six, you know what I mean? And people are oh, like, I don't say that about yourself, but no, listen, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being honest. Yeah. With yourself. And I think that's important. I think it's so important mm-hmm. for us to do that. It's necessary for us to do that. We should never become complacent. We should never, ever, never. Mm-hmm. There's always something to learn. There's always a goal to reach, you know, there's, there's always, always. Yeah. Um, so I read, that you came off tour with uh, Busty in the Bass. I wanted, yeah. first of all, was that your first tour? Um, I've done a couple tours with a, a guy named RJD2, who was also oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Philly. Um, okay. And he was living in Philly for a long time, but right after I met him, he ended up moving. Um, but I have done some, some touring with him. And then I did 
This was the third tour I've done with uh, Busty and the Bass from Montreal. Do you enjoy tour- touring? Oh, what a, what a heavy. <laughs> this, this last tour was crazy. And it wasn't <laughs> even that long, but um, it was just bad luck. Like we just had some bad luck. And that, that was rough. But touring is a beautiful thing. You know, the, the travel, even though it's like short, you don't really get to see, necessarily see the city that you're in. Um, but it's fun. And then the, the crowds and the audiences and mm-hmm. um, I love that. That's love. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but you know, it's work. And I think people are always like, Oh, you're on tour. Like having <laughs> it's like is it is uncomfortable at oh times. Oh my god. Yes, it can be. Yeah. <laughs> it can especially and, and it depends too at what state which stage of um Stardom um, or celebrity. yes, yeah. Because yes. you know, I'm, I'm working, you know, I'm working yes. my way up. And Busty is Busty is pretty good. RJ has like a good level of uh, celebrity and gets treated well. Um, but you know, people talk about me doing my own tour or something, and I'm like, I would, I'm not, <laughs> not to yet. Be, <laughs> no, I, I need more because I see how they treat people. Like I can't be. Oh, I know people. People are just so rough, so harsh. So <laughs> we, I've talked so much sharing with our family members so much about you, which I love to do, and I'm glad that we had the opportunity to do that. But tell us about your latest single, please. Mm, so um, the song is called uh, "Hair Down," and it's just really about the the stress and the the tension that can be in a relationship, and mm. sometimes like. It's not even like there's there's just tension for the sake of tension or something, or it's not mm-hmm. really about like the fight that happened or the thing that happened in the fight. It's about all these other things. Um, so it's it's just a song about just trying to calm your partner down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the chorus is just like very like whispery kind of in that like maxwell falsetto sound um to contrast the strength of like the the verses mm-hmm. and i do think that's something that i should like continue to do with my music because i do have that contrast of like that soulful strong sound and then that light like falsetto um and i think that's also another thing of like being strong to mm. kind of like that strong voice is kind of like that that strength that needs that's needed sometimes to work mm-hmm. something through and then also like that softness mm-hmm. um, the tenderness so i think the song's very much in that space for me and um yeah i'm really excited for it it's, it's been in the works for like a little while and, and as an independent artist it's like releasing music can be so <laughs> Yeah, so strange. It's like, oh, what, is, what am I going to do with this? What is it going to do? Uh, Where will it live? Where will it go? Yeah. Who will it? Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious to know, um, is, are vocals, uh, well, in addition to vocals, I should say, uh, is there another instrument that you showcase? Um, I don't perform any instrument. I whistle really well. Really? <laughs> I, like, I feel like my whistle is low-key, like, almost a world-class instrument. (laughs) I am so mad that you are not feeling well because you know I was going to ask you. I really, I really want to sing. 
Yeah, I won't, no, 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 no. Listen, because yeah. I overstand. You don't even have to say I really, no. When so I listen, when I don't feel well. No, exactly. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Family. Hey there. I'm talking to each and every one of you. If you have just joined us, welcome. Welcome to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. We are talking with Jordan Brown. We're talking about love. We're talking about life. We're talking about everything in between, everything under both umbrellas. Um, I see our family members are sharing. Malcolm, you know, I'm going to beat you with a wet noodle. Malcolm shares that he had catfish nuggets and mixed vegetables this weekend. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> and hey there, hey there, hey there. Uh, Neri Naram shares, let's go Philly music kids. I love it. I love it. Thank you for joining us, by the way. Ms. Roslyn, she's checking in. Hi there. She's sending everybody their flowers while we can smell them. We're sending them right back to you, beautiful. And we appreciate those flowers. Miss um, Lily shares that she agrees with you. She's seen a multitude of interviews from various artists who have confirmed that touring isn't all fun and games. It's hard. It's dedicated and it's disciplined work. Yes, it is. <laughs> OMG. Yes, it is. <laughs> so Yolanda, Yolanda Benitez shares, um, Carol, he whistles really really well love the sounds love jordan brown i love that she shares dallas is in the house well hey there hey there dallas <laughs> eric has a question and i see it i do see it eric we're going to come back to it because what we're going to do right now is take just a short commercial break family know that the phone lines are still open and feel free to continue to comment on our socials we're going to get to all of that when we come back right after this break. Stay with us. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I think I know Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Riddick. We're talking with Jordan Brown, and he is sharing about life, about love, and about everything in between. So we have some questions from our family members, the first of which is from Eric. He shares, well, hello there, Jordan and Carol. Eric here. Welcome to the WURD family, Jordan. Do you feel you have an enhanced spiritual bond with God and loving life that blesses you with your musical talent? Hmm. I do because that's where like music started for me, you know, was mm -hmm. in church, like my first performing experiences and the church choir. Um, and it does feel like something special, you know, it's like, I, I, I think we used to have this uh, competition in high school of like, which talent was the, was like naturally given and which one could you kind of be taught or like mm -hmm. learn how to do. Okay. And people ask me like, if I could show them how to sing or something. And I don't know. I how I sing, you know, this, this just happened. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you. So, for, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like there's, you know, rhythm is another one. I think it's gonna be hard to teach rhythm. And we used to have yeah. like go back and forth about this, but I really do feel like vocal, like the voice, it's a physical thing, but then there just seems like there's something extra and special there. Um, and I, I don't know if you, if you heard this show called avatar, it's like a, it was a cartoon 
Um, but there's like all these elemental benders. They have like different, okay. uh, there's like earth, fire, wind, and okay. water. Oh, it was and a I movie. Say, it was a movie, but the TV show, it was a kid's show. It was really good. But I say that I'm like an airbender. Like when we sing, we're like bending the air. We're like using mm-hmm. the air. Um, and that feels a little like spiritual and just some something higher than than like what we know. So mm-hmm. I think the unknown is like wrapped up in there. There's something special about the voice okay. and I the effect agree. it has on people. I can agree with that. Definitely agree with that. I don't want you to get away without telling us about your upcoming listening party. I'm looking at the time and you'll be saying, we'll talk to you later, you know, mm-hmm. in a minute. Tell us about your upcoming listening party, please. So I've never had like an in-person listening party and I've never done an Instagram live video. So I'm doing both of those kind of tomorrow. Um, and it's just going to be in my, um, my studio. I have like a, a recording space that I share with two friends. Um, and I'm going to have a guitar player, uh, my friend AJ, play a couple of my songs. I'm going to do like five songs, um, a cover, and this single. Um, so yeah, except Hair some white. Yeah, Come on now, hair down. You gotta let us know so we know what to look for. Yeah. Hair down. That's all one word, hair down. You know what? I Yesterday or a couple of days, I actually submitted it and I put a space. There should, there should be a space. Okay, so there's a space. Okay. Great. Hair That's down. Great. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so, okay, so what's your IG? <laughs> My Instagram is bygordonbrown. So by Jordan Brown, which is, you know, Jordan Brown's a very generic name. So... I'm surprised I got that B-Y. <laughs> we I love it. <laughs> what, another one of, uh, well, actually, how about that? That's a great, great question. Thank you, Yolanda. Thank you, love bug. What time? What time are you doing this? What time should um, we tune in? 7 p.m. Eastern time? Yes, Eastern time. 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. And uh, Nicole P. is asking, Jordan. Do you have a dream duet or artist with whom mm. you've always wanted to work? Wow. That is a such a good question. <laughs> um, there, there are just artists from Philly that I really would love to work with just because we're from the same city. Mm-hmm. And like Tierra Wack would be Tierra. an amazing person to, to work with. And we were kind of like running in some similar circles. Mm-hmm. Um, She's but then amazing. I would, yeah, she's amazing. But then I, if I was just thinking like straight R and B, um, I would say like her, mm. her would be really amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, she's amazing too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love um, so Tierra. I follow her. Well, I follow both. Of them. No, I do. I follow both of them on social media. But um, mm-hmm. Tierra's little nephew, her little cousin, her little, he's the cutest little thing. You on her page a lot. Oh, what? And he is hilarious. hilarious. (laughs) So Gary wants to know, do you know Marcus Bryant? Gary, don't you yell at me. (laughs) Typing in all caps. Do you know Marcus Bryant? Rated art. Are you talking about rated art? What is Marcus Marcus Bryant? So I want to be, I want to make sure, I want to make sure I'm asking uh, Mm -hmm. specifically. Ah. I see that we have one of our family members who is on the phone lines waiting to join the conversation. I'm so sorry. Did not see that. Hi there, mm-hmm. Ron. Ron is on line one. Hi there. Thank you yes. for calling. Yes, hi, Carol. Hello, Sarah. I want to talk to you since you're talking about music. 
about the singer from South Philadelphia. And Dr. King talked about her. But before I do that, before I do that, I want to thank the person who sent the braces out for my legs. I've been uh, mm-hmm. convalescing for four days. And I read the print, the inscriptions, the follow the inscriptions on the, the, the braces. Oh, what I'll never forget that. And this is the thought for someone to do something like that. I am deeply appreciative. I don't think I could mm-hmm. ever pay back in any tangible things of life. But the God will make some kind of way that I will show my appreciation if it's no more than words. But sir, thank you for being on the program here. I want to talk about one of the singers from South Philadelphia that Dr. King talked about. Her name was, she was now, I think she's from a Wharton um, Street somewhere around, but let me get right to it. And that was Marian Anderson. Mm-hmm. And Marian Anderson, in 1939, she came to the podium at the Lincoln Memorial. She opened up in Andre Maria. This mm. child can save me. Then she went on to talk about and sing God Bless America. Almighty God bless everything. Mary Anderson, then when she left at 39 and won her pilgrim, her life journey, her mother and father doing her mother doing day's work to get her sisters and them brothers where mm. they need to go from South Philadelphia. I think she, her family attended Kennedy uh, Temple Church there in South Philadelphia. I think it's on Fitzwater, Gordon Fitzwater. Here's my point. When she written the first book, God Bless America, she traveled all over. And they was interviewing her, said, Mary Anderson, what was the most greatest moment in your life? Was the time you sung at County Girl, she said, no, it wasn't that. Cameron Anderson was at the time that you sung in front of the king of England. He predicted that a voice like you only come once in a century. She said, no, it wasn't that. Was it the time when you stood at the abbey, sung over top of the kings and queen bodies that had laid there? She said, no, it wasn't that. Cameron Anderson said, out of all the things you have done in your life, in the places you have sung in your life, Jermaine Anderson, what was the greatest moment of your life? And I hope that other people said that what Marianne Anderson said. And she said to the press at that time, she said, the most greatest part of my life, when I told my mother, mother, you don't have to work anymore. All the mm. days work that her mother, her mother did what she, uh, what she did where they need to go. We must never get, I heard a man on the radio today, sir, talking about he was the smartest one in the room. Saying these mm. things, or people saying this, you could have not gotten where you gotten during that time frame, that time frame coming out of that incarceration of our ancestors and people. We must never forget the elders, the, the, the people that have been happy mm. institution. But God gave them a song. And because of these songs, Cal's one of them and many others, going around the world, going around singing songs to uplift the spirit. Blessed are these musicians. And that's why I say in South Philadelphia, just like other parts, but in particular South Philadelphia, we have beautiful, beautiful singers. If they should ever do, if you listen, uh, uh, Sherelle, you need to put someone, you and Kenny and y'all need to get together. 
and put him as him up with all these musical positions that come out of there, Mr. Will and all of them. I know my couple's running over. What would the day be like without a song? But before mm-hmm. song, there must be a candy. And with the candy. So I thank all the singers in this world, sir. Mm-hmm. I think the writer wrote, what would the day be like without a song? Say the road would have no end to form, the field of corn wouldn't grow. So mm-hmm. I thank God that Dr. King lifted her name up. Uh, Mary Anderson, and she mentioned her mother name. And I'm saying yes. that all cow from Love and Life sung up in Hasburg and come down in the lily of the valley with this beautiful soul music always given. Yes, her song is very important. And we're, we're, we're going to be faced with some difficult times, but you can always go back to a song. They say songs have been known to lift heavy burdens. I bear witness to that. And that's where we need to be at in these tedious times we want to go. All right, that, that we're going to be faced with. Continue right. to sing, Cal. You can't sing like a nightingale. You can't sing like any of those things. But God has given you and many other singers out of South Philly have given us a song. And I thank you. Mm. Thank you for being a song, a song person that's right back in our community singing entertaining Philadelphia. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, as always, for pouring into us positively, for being transparent and vulnerable. Just thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan, thank you. Thank you for coming. Really, he really is. He's an extraordinary human being. We have so mm-hmm. much love for Ron. Um, um, I've enjoyed our conversation, and I cannot thank you enough for coming to share your time, your energy, your spirit your attention and your knowledge with us. And I am so looking forward to my care package in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but family, and yeah. What? Don't mm-hmm. you threaten me with a good time. <laughs> family, listen, Jordan is doing his IG live tomorrow. That is Tuesday, January 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. His IG is by Jordan Brown. That's B-Y-J-O-R-D-A-N-B-R-O-W-N. Listen. That's what we do here. We support, right? Because mm-hmm. this is a city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. Jordan, will you come back to visit with us soon? Yes. Because I, uh, I want this whistle. I want this yeah. whistle. <laughs> you the whole thing. Yeah, family. Stay with me because we're going to take just a short commercial break. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.